Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 146 of Intuitive Bites. Today we're talking all about satisfaction, which is the missing link for so many people when it comes to their relationship with food. And it might be exactly this piece that you need in order to find that peaceful relationship with food. So I'm really excited to share more about satisfaction with you today and give you some guidance on how you can work on embracing it. Before we dive into that, just a reminder that the waitlist application is open for my Food and Body Peace program. I will be coming back from maternity leave in March. And if you get on the waitlist now in February, you will lock in a discounted rate on enrollment if you decide to move forward with enrollment. So definitely fill out the application, get on the waitlist, and that way you'll get all the details right to your inbox when I have more of them available for you. So the way to fill out the waitlist application for the Food and Body Peace Program is to go over to the link in my bio on Instagram at the intuitive underscore RD. Fill out the quick application and you will be all set. And again, just look out for more information from me to your inbox. All right. On that note, let's get into talking about satisfaction. I have several different things I want to kind of cover related to this topic today. So number one is that satisfaction, again, is very much the missing piece in so many people's relationship with food. When we consider dieting and just diet culture and diet mentality, the mentality is very much like narrowly focused on nutrition and calories in, calories out, like this very like specific rigid equation-like way of approaching food versus approaching food from a lens of what actually sounds good, what feels good, Um, and really the experience of food in your body. Um, So in that way, it becomes very disconnected, right? So satisfaction is a way that we can reconnect. And when we really embrace satisfaction in our choices around food, it helps us to, to be able to move on and spend our time and energy in other places versus eating something that wasn't satisfying and then ending up thinking about food even more. Um, So it's very much the missing piece. The value and satisfaction is once again, when we eat what sounds good and feels good for us, we can focus our time and energy in other places and we just get more enjoyment and pleasure out of food, which is an amazing thing, right? Food is meant to be enjoyable and pleasurable. If it wasn't enjoyable and pleasurable, then we would all probably starve because we would have no incentive uh, to be eating. So yeah, there's definitely a shift that needs to happen around this idea. I feel like uh, diet culture can kind of almost make satisfaction um, seem like it's an indulgent thing, right? Versus something that should really be at the core of most of our decisions around food. Okay. The second thing I want to talk about here is just kind of the basics of 
satisfaction, right? Typically, when we think of, of satisfaction, you're probably thinking about like eating something that tastes delicious, right? So that's, you know, you know, that's definitely a key component of it is getting curious about what sounds good to me right now. And not, excuse me, not just from the perspective of like, what do I think that what do I think is satisfying? Like, I feel like, again, like diet culture has created so much disconnection between you and your body that you might have this idea that you're like, oh yeah, Oreos are the most satisfying thing ever. But it's really because you're being driven to them because of negative thoughts and associations and judgments that you have about Oreos. So you just automatically assume that, yeah, Eating a ton of Oreos would be very satisfying. But are you actually tuned in? Are you actually curious about what sounds good to your body in that moment? So start asking yourself that question, right? Just get curious. It doesn't mean that necessarily you're always going to be able to honor exactly what you want to eat, right? Maybe you're going to wake up in the morning and be like, I want that you know, breakfast burrito that I had in New Mexico years ago. Um, and, you know, that's not necessarily attainable. But it might be able to give you some information about uh, what's sounding good to you that morning and what you might be able to have that would be would be similar or whatever, right? Um, and in either way, the key here is that you're having curiosity around what your body is asking for and wanting, and you are setting an intention to honor that as much as you can. Okay, so what sounds good? Check in with it throughout the day. Now, if this question is seeming hard to you and you're not really sure <laughs> what sounds good, um, the other way that you can kind of approach it, approach this is with sensory consideration. So in other words, you can ask yourself in the moment, like, am I craving something that's like, you know, creamy, something sweet, something salty, crunchy, fresh, you know, what kind of sounds good in terms of that sensory experience? Um, so that can be helpful if you are getting stumped. The other thing you have to remember with satisfaction is that it's not just about taste. Certainly, again, that is a core component and a really key component to re-embrace at the beginning of this journey. But we also have to consider things like environment, right? What environment are we eating in? What environment is satisfying to us to eat in? Who, you know, what people uh, are, is it? A satisfying experience to eat with. And of course, this can vary day to day and year to year and all the things, right? But getting curious about that can be good. And, and it also environment, not just with, with who, but like, yeah, like, do I want to be, do I want to sit outside at a picnic table? Do I want to sit at my, you know, kitchen table? Do I want to, you know, sit and watch some Netflix and enjoy uh, my pizza tonight? So getting curious about what environment is sounding good. A component of satisfaction can just be how the food feels in your body, right? Like, how is the food leaving you feeling after you're eating it? Now, I think for some people, especially early on this journey, this can be a slippery slope to good, bad mentality and judgment and wanting to kind of get into that black and white thinking of like, oh, well, when I eat this food, I it always makes me feel bad. So that means I should never, ever eat it ever again. Um, and I'm bad for choosing it. That's not an intuitive choice. But the reality is there's so much gray area here. And I think the, the key is awareness and mindfulness and curiosity, right? Of like, 
okay, well, I know when I have ice cream, I don't always feel the best, but I'm really craving it tonight and I really want it. And it's, you know, it's worth kind of the, some, some physical discomfort on the other end. I'm okay with that. Um, or maybe, yeah, in the case of ice cream, maybe you just need some lactate pills alongside it, right? Um, the other thing I will say is that after working with clients for as long as I have on this stuff, a lot of times it's not even the food itself that is making you not feel good, but the way that you're eating the food. So I have a client recently who, when we first started working together, she was like, yeah, like, you know, simple carbs, like they do not feel good for me at all. And by the end of our work together, she was like, I don't even know what I was thinking. Like I actually totally can eat simple carbs and feel totally fine. It's just that before I was binging on them because I wasn't eating enough earlier. And then it would be like seven, eight hours since I had eaten. And all of a sudden I'm like downing whatever this this food is and it feels terrible right so it's not necessarily the food itself but sometimes the way that the food is being eaten and that doesn't mean you should force yourself to like slow down your eating or force yourself to eat less or portion control it we have to get curious about what is driving you to eat these foods in a way that is not leaving you feeling good so once again in this the scenario i just gave you she was going way too long without eating and actually she was also trying to avoid carbs in her other meals and snacks of the day for the most part. So it was this like perfect storm that by the end of the day, she was going to consume them in a way, you know, that didn't feel good. So that's what we needed to address. We needed to address that whole pattern. And now she can enjoy carbs of any kind in a way that really totally feels good in her body. Okay, one last thing that I want to note here is basically something that I see happening with a lot of clients as they start to heal their relationship with food. And that is that the excitement value of food and the satisfaction value of food can come down pretty dramatically as you kind of get to this more peaceful place of food to the point where it can be kind of upsetting and disappointing. And maybe even like food is feeling like a chore, right? Um, and I know a lot of people yeah, when they experience this, they're like, what the heck? This is like so sad, right? And the way that I always describe it to clients is that when you're in that dieting state and you're in that state of deprivation around food, and by the way, when I say that, I don't necessarily just mean physical deprivation because there's a lot of clients, I would say more, uh, more so than just those that experience physical restriction, that don't identify with physically depriving themselves of food, but mentally there's that all that judgment and guilt and shame and just a chaotic eating pattern that was totally unintentional that was driving a state of deprivation for them. So all of that to say, when you are experiencing some sort of deprivation around food, the satisfaction value and, and like the intensity of the experience of eating is going to go up dramatically. When you finally do eat and when you allow yourself that permission or you're kind of quote unquote off the rails or giving yourself a free pass, food is going to taste so good. It's going to be so exciting. It's going to be so amazing. And you're always going to know exactly what it is you want to eat that you're telling yourself you shouldn't, right? There's just like this, this emotional charge around food. And then as you start to heal your relationship with food, that intensity comes down, that peacefulness comes you know, it goes up and you are, um, 
yeah, you're not having all that intensity. And that contrast can feel really, yeah, really staggering and essentially can leave you feeling like food is not satisfying. But this is also a temporary phase and this will in time kind of balance out because it really is that contrast from like the intensity to now the more peacefulness that is leaving you feeling like food is just like bleh. Um, but as you kind of continue forward on this journey and you stay at that place of stability with food, um, you will find the satisfaction value coming back. It, it just might be in different ways than you previously experienced it, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I wanted to note that because it's just something that I see over and over again with clients. And I want you to know that if you are experiencing that, you're not doomed to find food to, you know, being a chore forever and ever and ever from here on out. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you got a lot out of this conversation on satisfaction, and I've convinced you that this is something to really embrace and work on on your intuitive eating healing journey. And once again, if you are kind of craving support and guidance, I mean, this is not easy work to do on your own. It's a lot of unlearning and relearning. And it can feel really isolating if you don't have kind of a community or one-on-one -on -one support to guide you. So if you're in that place, now is the time to get on the waitlist for my Food and Body Peace program. The waitlist application is in the link in my bio on Instagram at theintuitive underscore RD. And once again, you will lock in a discount on enrollment if you decide to move forward with enrollment just by filling out the waitlist application and getting on that. So definitely if you're even considering it, I highly recommend filling that out and then you will get more information from me right to your inbox um, as I'm officially opening up applications in March. All right, guys, hope you have a good rest of your week and I will talk to you soon.